Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Man cave. What's up, bud? It's the Mercedes-Benz Studio live in L.A. Covino and Rich. At yeah. Covino and Rich. Yeah, let's hear for us. Covino and Rich. In the big leagues with Joel. What's up, Joel? What's good? Danny What's G. What's good? Danny G is here. Monty, how you feeling today? I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Sorry, sorry. I'm great. Sorry. I'm, I'm here. My allergies suck, man. They've been sucking for the last 48 hours. I'm like overdosed on allergy medication and nothing. 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 No relief? No Pass relief. No. You don't want, no. You don't want to feel like this. Do not operate heavy radio station equipment. <laughs> Am I not supposed to be driving if I'm overdosed on allergy medication? Uh, probably not. Oh, really? Maybe not. Really? Maybe not. I'm not on Benadryl. Benadryl's the sleepy one. Is it? I think so. I don't. Oh, that's I, that's why I give it to my kids every night. There you no. go. Um, <laughs> that's terrible. Come on. You just admitted that on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Only a half a Benadryl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess that's all right. Well, welcome to our show. Thank you guys for hanging out. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Rich, you got to feel good about yesterday's performance, man. Max Scherzer. You know, he came back and he was just noticeably solid. You know, there's something different about him. And I hate that expression, like, oh, he's just built different. I hate that. I hate when people say that. Yeah, but Max. And I also hate, you know what I'm allergic to? He's a great human. I hate when people say that. He's just a great human. Yeah, that's I hate that phrase. I, oh, and strangle you. I'm Max allergic Scherzer, to that, Monsi. If, if you watched Max yesterday, he's built different. quintessential yeah. Max Scherzer. I mean, strikes a guy out, yeah. immediately starts pacing around the mound like a maniac. Yeah, he's like a, a man amongst boys, it looks like. It's like He's that good in the bigs. 11 strikeouts, what, 70-something pitches. Yesterday, Gary Cohen, the Mets announcer, was just yeah. talking about how he just paces around like a jungle cat. Oh, Dude's intense. Ready to pounce. Like, like he doesn't stop. Like there's no, there's no chill with Scherzer. Even a little. It's like you when you're on the phone, just walking around like a madman. That's true, yeah. You know, true story, guys. You know, we're going to talk about Max Scherzer, but true story. Rich Davis was in Texas one time because his wife's from Texas. But he was on the phone, and he paces around like a madman, like Max Scherzer. He's on the phone just walking in circles like a crazy person. So much so that they called the police on him. No joke. Because he's a madman. I'm at he's a like barbecue. Don Dra- Rich is like Don Draper. I- I'm I'm at a barbecue spot waiting for my takeout order. I'm in the parking lot just on the phone, pacing back and forth like Max Scherzer <laughs> after a strikeout. And all of a sudden, <laughs> cops roll up. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, sir, is everything okay here? Well, yeah, what's going on, officer? Some old lady 
said there was a crazy guy case in the parking lot. Some crazy man on drugs. It's rich. Like, oh, that must, must be me like, no, pacing on my phone. It's just coffee. He just drinks too much of it. But Max just Scherzer naturally wound up. Max Scherzer last night again. Like I said, it wasn't. He wasn't pitching against the uh, ninety-eight Yankees. He that's wasn't, what makes it even more of a wasted performance. You, you lost to the Reds, and I can't say much because again, I'm a Yankees fan. I mean, the Yankees lost to the Pirates yesterday. Five. Yeah, to two, I mean that's so. the, the best teams in baseball. Right. Lose 50, 60 something games. I mean, it's it's going to happen. But, but wasted performance. Yes, especially when the Braves are right on the Mets' heels. Two and a half games out. The Braves are hot right now. All right, so this is uh, like a three-part doozy based on Max Scherzer, right? We got like three points to make here. Steph Curry style. Hold up the three. Three points. First question. What other wasted performance comes to mind? Well, what's the what's the worst wasted performance, right? Like It could be like, oh, that was the greatest play ever. That was the greatest comeback ever. You know, Tom Brady. Tom Brady threw for 500 yards in the Super Bowl and lost. There's sometimes a great catch made, but the catch loses significance. Tom Brady last year, that comeback was incredible. That was wasted. Yeah, a comeback that's just short is wasted. When a guy puts up, let's say like Dame puts up 50-something for the Blazers, but they still lose. It's like, eh, wasted performance. Wasted performance. What comes to mind as a classic one for you or, you know, in, in recent history? That's like question like one. That's, Josh that's Allen. one. Josh Allen in the divisional game last year. That Buffalo performance where they lost to Kansas City in overtime, one of the greatest yeah. games you'll ever see in your life. Well, the one I was talking the the Brady one I was talking about was against the Rams. Remember, like, yeah. that back and forth game? And, of course, like you said, the Super Bowl. Wasted performances. That comes to mind. But I think there's nothing worse, though, than a starting no, there's, pitcher. There's nothing worse than wasted talent. Yeah, but a, a starting a Bronx tail. A starting pitcher, especially in the playoffs, regular season. Man, eh, what are you going to do? There's been great pitchers that get no run support. King Felix, Jacob Degrom. A lot of people come to mind. See, but, the thing is, you could have a, a great performance and still lose, and that's why it's it's tough to swallow sometimes. You know, but. The worst feeling is when your team's ace puts up a goose egg. And it's like, oh, wow, seven innings, zero runs. And then the bullpen loses one nothing or 2-1 or something? As John Travolta would say, les miserables. Oh. I'll give you an example for the fight fans. And again, if you didn't watch the fight, you didn't believe me. And again, this is like not a classic moment. I don't want to waste all the great answers that you guys have. So 877-99 on Fox, at Covino and Rich on social media. Spotty's on standby, waiting just to say hi. Hi. You know, I, I remember coming in one day talking about this to you, but you didn't watch it, so it didn't register. When Sean Porter fought Terrence Crawford, it was his last fight. Terrence Crawford yeah. is a beast, though. I get it. He's a beast. Pound for pound, great. But I was telling you that Sean Porter, again, this is right before he retired. I was like, yo, dude, he fought his heart out. Yo, he fought great. He was winning the fight. Uh, in my opinion, he was winning the fight. I don't care what the judges say. He was winning the fight. Sean Porter, man. Oh, dude, he was electric. Oh, I love Sean Porter. And then, like, he just gets caught. He gets caught that's you know, bad. real quick. Well, yeah, and, that's, that's, a, that's a good one. When I you're winning was, the whole fight and just get caught. Yeah, he got caught, you know. Terrence Crawford just caught him in the championship rounds. It was like the 10th round late in the fight. And you might as well have wasted all those previous rounds where Sean Porter looked tremendous, yeah. in my opinion. And all that people read in the headline was, yeah, he got knocked out by Terrence Crawford in the 10th. I'm like, yeah, but you don't understand. The like, whole fight, his he was game bringing play, it. He, was, he just got caught. He yeah. was on point. Wasted performance but I, a la I, Max Scherzer yesterday. I'm telling you, it's, it, it, it doesn't matter because it's a regular season game, but that w that's the one that stings the most, I think, in all professional sports if it's playoff time. Imagine the Yankees are in the playoffs, which is not an, a hard imagine. They're going to win 120 games. Yeah. Let's say the Yankees face the Astros. Let's look in our crystal ball. Which will, it's, it's most likely going to happen. Who are let's say on fire right Let's say now. it's Yankees-Astros- yeah. Game one of the ALCS. And you're like, all right, here we go. We're getting closer. And you throw Garrett Cole out or your boy Nasty Nestor. No, nah, Garrett Cole's going to go. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'll take the, the ball game one. and uh... Garrett Cole's very Pat Mahomes, but lower 
Oh, uh, yeah, like that. Like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The good Very one. Kermit the Frog. Uh, Pat, Mah- Pat Mahomes, uh, that's not me. I'm I'm Gurkle. Nasty Nestor, uh, game two. I'll take the ball against my opposing team and, uh, you know, one pitch at a time. I think he just wanted to do the impression. That's why he said Gurkle. Yeah. Well, he's definitely going game he's going one. one. He's going game one. Montgomery, he's your lefty. Yeah. You throw him game two. Maybe Nasty Nestor on the road game three. But let's say one of these guys. Let's say you throw Bueller or DeGrom or Scherzer. Game one. And it's seven, eight innings. 10 plus strikeouts, no runs, and your team doesn't come away with the W, you feel like you, your ace did everything they're supposed to do. That's when you get that vibe of, oh no. Wasted performance. You go into game two, down 1-0, and your team just didn't deliver behind your ace? That's like if Steph puts on a show, and the Warriors still lose. You're like, oh. Wasted performance. Yeah, you, you know what? Our, our our, we've been doing this show a long time, Rich and I. Yep. We've been doing this Cavino and Rich thing for over 17 years. You know, it's a pleasure filling in for Dan Patrick, but one of our oldest examples, and I'm surprised you're not even thinking of it, wasted performance, wasted moment, is Andy Chavez, man. That was like one of the greatest catches of all time. It's my guy. It's totally forgotten because the Mets went nowhere. But that- in the moment and for what it was, that was one of the greatest catches that it's just a, is, is a wasted highlight. It's such a New York Mets old school reference, but it's true. It, it was 06 Mets Cardinals game seven. It was the game. It was the same game. Uh, people will remember more. Carlos Beltran looking at strike three, the sickest curveball you've ever seen in your life from yes. Adam Wainwright. A, a, a famous moment. For M- sure. Might have been one of the greatest curveballs yeah. ever thrown in Major League Baseball. But two innings before that, Andy Chavez Puts his arm probably three feet above the wall. One of the greatest catches. Makes ever. one of the greatest catches. For the moment. Again. In sports history. Yeah. And you thought, oh, momentum. He grabs the ball, throws it to Delgado at first, double play. Ah, oh, it's obvious. Mets are going to win this game. They lose, which <laughs> means that Andy Chavez catch. Catch was wasted. Means nothing. Yeah, no one remembers it. The only, the only time you see that highlight is at City Field. But it was think, a wasted think, performance. Wasted you catch. Think, you ever think uh, Andy went up to... Carlos and he was like, "Yo, Papi, you ruined my, uh, you ruined my moment." Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you don't know the play we we're talking about, please look it up. That was 06, right? 06. 06, Andy Chavez snags a home run. By the way, that's when I made my debut on Fox. Not as a broadcaster, I was I was on Fox TV crying. They panned to me yes. in the crowd, and I was I was I looked like I was crying. Yes, yes. All right, really? so yeah, yeah. True story. True story, Joel. All right, so wasted performance. We'll take your examples. That's point number one. Yeah. Point number two, I'm going to ask you, Rich, based on Max Scherzer yesterday, 11 strikeouts, solid. He's back. Good for your team, the Mets, but just great for baseball. Would you rather perform well, a la Max Scherzer, and yeah. lose, or perform bad and win? Be honest, though, because people in sports always take the high road, and uh, and they try to pretend like, oh, you know, team, team, team. It's got to matter some. Well, so again, perform well and lose, or perform bad and win. Well, there's two answers. Okay. What level are you playing at? If you're playing professional, or are you playing rec league sports in the valley here? Because I'll tell you, I'd rather go four for four and my softball team get killed. Then me go one for four and we win. It's Do softball. you think that doesn't matter? On a, I know... It, you know, it's higher stakes on the professional level. But you think, again, and here's point three. I guess I can combine okay. points two and three. You think that personal accolades don't matter? I think that's just hogwash that professional athletes say because they have to. If it's you playoffs think- or championship level, like, all right, Max Scherzer, just for, the, just for last night, right? Yeah. To prove that, oh, he's back in action. I think he's happier that if the Mets would let's say the Mets would have beat the Reds 9-8. You don't think he's frustrated that he's like, you kidding me? You couldn't score one run? No, no, but it, I'm, I'm telling you, I think if Scherzer would have given up, let's say Scherzer went five innings, gave up like five runs, and the Mets still won, I think he's happier having pitched like an ace and the Mets lost because it's a July game. Now, if it's the postseason, Keith Hernandez has talked about this. He's like, I had a bad game, but we won. It, it bothered me. But they won. Uh, okay, yeah. Like to me, you, that's honest, but you don't hear that a lot. You, you're talking about Keith Hernandez. He's yeah. about as honest and outspoken yeah. a, as they get, right? No one wants to go 0 for 4, but if your team wins a playoff game, 
But I have, you, I, I have to be honest. You know, no one likes to lose. But if I performed well, like let's say even here in what we do, let's say we had like a mediocre show. And let's say it's because you were sick or, you know, I don't know, just it wasn't vibing. But I felt in my heart. Yeah. And I brought the heat. I'm proud of myself. I don't care. I'm like, at least. A, I brought it. Uh, yeah. I brought I'll, I'll it. Be, I'll be completely honest about it. I, well, you know what? We had, a, think, we had a more recent example that we don't have to go back to uh, old school baseball. Look at the NBA finals. Golden State won. Steph was your MVP. How do you think Steph felt about the game where he broke his three-point record, but not in a good way? Remember, it was the game where he, it was the first time Yeah, he had not hit a three-point. He was, what, 0 for 9 from three-point range? But they won the game. Draymond and Clay, they talked about it afterwards, how, like, Steph was not happy. He'll be back next game. But you don't think he was like, hey, we won and I performed so poorly? Starting to get a lot of feedback. Again, three-point doozy. Wasted performances. And then, would you rather perform well and lose or perform bad and win? I think Scherzer's pretty pumped about his 11 strikeouts. And then, personal accolades. Do they matter or not? You're going to tell me that Aaron Judge isn't pumped that he's the league leader in, in all-star some guys, votes. Some guys care more than others. I, I would say so. Some guy, You know, you see what uh, Pete Alonzo said? What did he say? He'll perform, and it's really a performance, he will participate in the home run derby if... Oh, yeah. The fans vote him the starter at first base. Wow, really? That's yeah. bold. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the derby. Yeah, if I'm the starting first baseman. So he's going against Goldschmidt. So he's putting the pressure on the voters. On the fans. Like, hey, you want to see me take some home run hacks? And he's the f- defending champ, right? Two times. Two t- Oh, he's the two He's time? going for the three-peat. Wow, yeah. You know, I'm gonna, I, want, I think I'm going to vote right now. Yeah, he's saying, listen, I'll, I'll participate, but you got to vote for me. So, there you go. Performance. Well, to answer the question, Rich, I'd rather perform well and lose if it's a meaningless game like yesterday. Like you said. I'll give you a dumb example. If it's a a playoff atmosphere, yeah, you still, you got to win. So, you want the win. Yeah, winning's by far the most. But regular season baseball game, look at it this way. Look at something as stupid as, like I said, softball. You're playing with your friends at the park. Sunday softball. When guys say something like this to me, I laugh. They'll be like, Close game. Yeah, yeah. Take a pitch. I'm like, take a pitch? Softball. You think I'm here to walk? Do you think Do you think I, so I'm spending two well, hours? They to, don't care about your personal do, do you think, accomplishment. Yeah. They just care about the win. Do you think that I just dipped away from my wife and kids for two hours on a Sunday or Saturday morning to walk? If I get a good first pitch, I'm swinging. Take a pitch. What are you, on trucks? Just Benadryl. Okay. All right. We have more. Kavit on Rich in for the great Dan Patrick next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cavino and Rich. Steve Cavino, Rich Davis, in for Dan Patrick, live from the Mercedes-Benz studio. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, extraordinary, is one test away. Learn more at mbusa.com. Nice. Nice. Uh, Cavino and Rich, Joel playing uh, Kylie Minogue in the background. What song did she sing in the late 80s that you don't even realize is her? You're asking me? I'm asking you. Don't ask me. Ask the collective you. I asked the collective you. Why do you know? Is it uh, Locomotion? It is the Locomotion. She did the Locomotion in the Covers. 80s. Yeah. Um, Kavino and Rich in for Dan Patrick. Uh, a lot of people hitting us up with not only wasted performances in the world of sports, but we've got more great feedback on the types of people you don't trust. <laughs> yeah. And I think those are great. People who drink hot chocolate in the summer. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'll trust that person. I drink hot coffee in like 100 degree weather. Yeah, this morning I asked the crew. And by the way, Joel, if you're here tomorrow, coffee for you too. But I, I got coffee for everyone. And Spot's the one guy that got a hot coffee. It's always got to be hot. Oh, okay. Coffee's meant to be hot. hot. Even if it's 100 degrees out. Even if it's yeah, 100 degrees out. That's up. weird. That is weird. Hugh hit us up with, I can't trust or stand people that take multiple pictures of their food before they eat it at a restaurant. Like, they don't dig right in. Like, they, they're focused more on the photo. Yeah. Unfortunately, we see a, a lot of that. That's true. Let's see. Biggest wasted performance was the cast on the Game of Thrones finale. People still say they didn't love the finale of that, huh? Last season was kind of kind of weak. Yeah, but you know what? Then write your own. That's how I feel about it. I know it's known for not being that great, but that's their creative liberties. It's their story. Max hit us up with a good I don't trust. Because I don't trust Tom Brady deniers. People that still are like, yeah, he's not great. Me too. Are you a Tom Brady denier, Joel? I love Tom Brady. Okay. University of Michigan, baby. Yeah, all right. I, I respect him and love Tom Brady too. He's not oh, on my he, team. He won me over. I mean, yeah. how could you not just but, appreciate the greatness? But, like for you to, like you said, yeah. Rich, to double down on like he's not that great or whatever. Like you have this weird stance. It's like, dude, get over yourself. Yeah. He's Tom Brady, the, the, dude. the far and few between that are still like, yeah, he's like a system guy. It's like that many times? Multiple teams? When he went to Tampa, I feel like there's a lot of people when he won year one in Tampa there had to be people that are like, all right, I'm wrong, but I have to double down and can't admit it. And we talked about Max Scherzer's performance, a wasted performance. Would you rather perform well and lose like he did or perform bad and win? 
Does it depend on the game and personal accolades? Because he had a great game. Do they matter? I think they do. You know, you're a competitive guy. You took it to that level. I think a lot of players lie about it because they have yeah. to play the humble card. But, you know, even Steph, when he won, he's won everything. But he never won that finals MVP. When he won it, it mattered. You know, people like to pretend. Now, before we talk about, because I have this Jim Edmonds theory. That, that's going to blow everybody down the sports world. Everybody's on the edge of their seat. Like, oh, what, what could it is, be? What is Kevin well, Jim Edmonds? I'm going way back on a Wednesday. Okay. Before we get into that, I am shocked. I don't know how I missed this, but Danny G has a very special type of car, huh? Yeah. Cl- Our producer, a clown, Dan- car, clown car. <laughs> a, Mr. No. Be- a Mr. Bean car. Yeah. I saw Danny G pulling in this morning, and before I realized it was him, like, who's this hotshot showing up at Fox Sports at like five in the morning? Some guy named Sergio. That's who you thought. I'm like, it's got to be, uh, got to be a guy coming straight from the club or something, right? Danny G, tell everyone what type of car you have. It is a 1997 Mitsubishi Eclipse. But no, it's I'm, not. No, I'm kidding. It's not. <laughs> it's not a 97 Eclipse. Though. It, that that is probably something that I think one of my ex girlfriends drove. It's a 370Z. Yeah. Now, it's it, it, funny any. you say coming from the club. I bought that car with club money. See? I bet. Your license plate says Sonic Boom on it. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy. Like, like you hear the, the car rattling because the system's going so loud. You know? And it's not just any 370Z. It looks like he's driving like like a bumblebee, like the Transformer bumblebee. It's yes. like this bright yellow sports car. And I don't know how I missed it. I still haven't seen it. I'm like, wait a second. He drives what? And yeah. Rich is telling me. He pulled in right behind me. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, wait, bright yellow sucks. It's a muted gold. It's a Lakers alternate jersey with the black. It on. looks, it, from the picture, I still haven't seen it. You know, I, I saw the picture. He's got a Lakers sports car. That's, you know, that's dedication though. That really is. That's dedication. And by the way, you have to be able to pull that off. Danny G, just listen listen to his voice. He's got the swag to pull that off. Like, to, to pull off a bright yellow sports car, like... Just a reminder. This is just right. a reminder. I'm, like, tiptoeing around. Can I pull off red? I don't know. You just, this, this guy's is just rocking a, reminder a gold car. That you need to have the huevos of one Danny G. You, you have, need to you be a pretty... Have, you, you have to be able to talk like this. <laughs> yeah, you you can't be some weenie driving around some, you know... No, man. Pretty elaborate sports car, you but... Gotta own that. Just a reminder, something like a vehicle really does say a lot about you. And Danny G, you pull it off. Your Lakers 370Z. I don't know if a lot of people could pull that off, though. No, that's a super dope car. Like I said, I, I don't even think I could... Buy a red sports car. I don't think I can. I've wanted to. I like them. I just don't know if I could be that guy. Do you feel like as time's gone on, we've become way more boring with our car colors? It's like sneakers. It's like. But don't you feel like I like and admire people who wear flashy kicks like our buddy Bobo, but I can't rock them. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be able to own that. I just feel like when we were younger, you saw more different color cars. I feel like, look out the window right now. White car, black car, silver car, silver car, white truck, silver car. Like every, most car, pretty boring, right? For the most part. Yeah, like my next car, I'm thinking I want to get a, a silver car, right? That's boring. boring. I know. And, it's and, boring. And then my girlfriend said something that stuck in my head and I can't get past it. She's like, yeah, it looks like a rental car. It does. And oh, I'm like, silver, oh. Silver cars do so like. Uh, yeah, now like every time I see silver, I'm like, rental Wait, car. If you got a silver pay, is if, the least stopped by police though. That is true. Yeah, I need that. I'm Danny an, G. I'm an outlaw. How yeah. do you, I, I feel like Danny G is looking to get pulled over <laughs> no. with, a, with, yeah. a, with no. a customized Lakers no. sports car. Dreaming. No, you no. got to know when and where to speed. All right. <laughs> on the way in this morning, I was careful because I knew not that many cars coming in that early on the West Coast here. I got to be careful. Um, so, yeah, I, in the four years I've had this car, I have not got a speeding ticket. I got pulled over once, got a warning, haven't had a ticket. Though. I mean, so, until, until, it, until he's pulled over by a Clippers fan. Yeah, I was going to say, he's yeah. out here in L.A. I mean, the officer, officer might say, oh, I like your Lakers yeah. card, young man. Thank God most of the CHP are Laker fans. But my my thing is that I drive, my wife and I share a car right now because I work from home most of the time. So when my car lease was up, I've yet to get a new car. And I, her car's white. And I feel like that is a woman's color car. 
It's kind of in our head. Yeah. I agree with you, to be honest. You I could do. say sexist. Yeah. But I, do you know <laughs> I many dudes? Do you know many dudes that drive a white car? I always feel like I have to be like, oh, it's my, my wife. Does your car. wife have the white sunglasses? She does not. But Camino did in the uh, 2000s. I did not. He had the white glasses oh, like right. he's Pauly D. <laughs> it was my Kanye phase, yeah. Uh, Danny G, what sort of he- head turns do you get? What sort of reaction do you get from, do, do people like- You can't miss me, baby. I'm in the bright yellow <laughs> no, liquor no, 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 I'll tell you why. I remember, like, I was dead set on getting a, a, I think it was like a black car at the time, right? And the salesman was pulling salesman tactics. He was like, yeah, we don't have it in black, but we got it in blue. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want blue. And then he pulled, I love the line he yeah, gave you. you. remember? You remember this thing? Yeah. He's like, trust me, my friend. He goes- Ladies love blue. And I'm like, he, he, tried, he, tried, to, he tried to pull he the... He did, I oh, swear to God. Oh, man, uh, the women love a blue car. Like, get out of here. You know, it, it made me hate that guy. I'm like, get out of here with your sales tactics. Really, salesman? You don't say? <laughs> Sign me like, up. I'll, I'll take it right now. Wait, did you say women like the blue, you say? Wow. What a guy. I guess I'm going to have to get it. Get out of here. Like, when you're driving <laughs> around in a yellow car like that, Danny, like... Do 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 you get like stares at? I've, I've had people, people, see I've had people point to their Lakers hat in oh, their car, nice. stuff like that. <laughs> Usually, it's like the Starbucks drive-through where it'll be a younger uh, dude or, or girl working the window, and they'll be like, "Man, that looks fast," and they're just kind of you know looking at it while I'm waiting for the drink to come to the window. Well, j- just know what type of person you need to be to pull off some of these things. And Danny G, you pull it off. Just letting you know, Danny G pulls it off. So. He's on the phones at 877-99 on Fox. I have a, I have a thought, and it has to do with sports and music, and I want to know... Okay. Two things we love. Yeah, I, w- I want to know what you think is a harder pill to swallow. What is a harder pill to swallow? Is those, it those big osteo biflex ones? Oh, for, for joints, oh, those yeah. are big. Because like, yeah, it's hard because it makes me feel like an old guy, and I'm like, oh, <gasps> but then they're just giant, so. Now, but they work. Hey, I, I, for the guys out there with uh, rickety, rackety knees, osteo biflex. It, it actually does. It does. Yeah. I'll back you up. It's like WD-40 for your joints. So, two things, two, but, two types of people that are admired. Yeah. Athletes and rock stars. Mm-hmm. Not even rock stars, pop stars. Like musicians and athletes. Two of the most admired, looked up to people, right? They have fans. Do you think it sucks more to be an athlete that just ages out? You can't do it anymore. Athlete ages out. So okay, I'm writing this down. So follow my thinking. Okay. You're an athlete. You're done. The fans still want you, but you just can't physically do it anymore. Okay. Father time beat you. Or would you want to be a rock star? Where you, could, where you could still do it, but your fans just don't want the old version of you. Rockstar still does it. The athlete, the fans wish they could. Fans want younger. Right? Like, the fans, the fans wish that Michael Jordan could still play. You know, fans wish that Mike Tyson could still box. But they just can't do it. I'm going to have to say rock star. But the fans would love it. Now, a rock star. Because you see, like, there's something about, like, think of Michael Jordan, right? He's yeah. the greatest of all time. And even he seems to have a chip on his shoulder. Like, he's bitter about being the old Michael Jordan now. Right? Like, there's something also weird in the NBA where the, the old guard hates the young guard, it seems like, all the time. Right? Of there's all, so much trash of all the professional sports, the NBA is the league leader in Different generations trash talking each other. They trash talk a lot, but it seems like he's, even though he's the greatest, there's something about him. And, and of course, a lot of those retired athletes that are like, they hate that they can't do it anymore the way that they used to. Now, a, so, a rock star could very well still do it, though. Yeah. So, so to me, but, that's but more important. The fans are like, yeah, but you're old now. Yeah, but I don't care. Did you see Dave Matthews recently? He looks ridiculous just dancing on stage, doing his old Dave Matthews. White dance dude moves, group, yeah. white dude moves. But it looks like, you know, and I'm looking at him like, man, stop doing that. But he's having the time of his life because yeah, he but, still but, can. But you know what? A, a, a rock star, when they, make, when they make new music, imagine this mentality. You okay. can make new music, but everyone's like, yeah, yeah, like your new stuff stinks. Play the stuff when you were younger. 
And you're like, yeah, but I, I'm still creative. See, a rock star, the downfall is that you could still do it and no one cares. They want the old you. An athlete, the fans still want you. You just can't physically do it. So what? what's more like... That's a tougher pill to swallow. In my opinion, I thought it out. I would rather be the rock star that could still do it. Even though the fans want the younger the, version. The, the, yeah, the fans are like, yeah, play your old hits. Yeah, but I have a new album. And we've all been there. Like, I saw the Chili Peppers recently. And People want to hear Under the Bridge. People yeah. want to hear Scars. People want to hear... Uh, the whole time, I'm like... Oh, actually, I was real nervous in the beginning of the show because I was like, oh, if they're going to play just their new album. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was so mad about it. And then when I heard, give it away now, I'm like, yeah. You know, so I'd rather be the rock star that could still do it, even though the fans want, you know, the old stuff. Because you could still, I mean, to actually, to be honest about it, I like some of the new Chili Peppers songs. Joel, you'd rather be an, an aged musician where people only want you for the stuff when you were younger, or do you want to be an athlete that the fans wish could still do it, but you still couldn't physically? No, I wouldn't want to be the athlete because the fans are right there on top of you. And yeah. they could just, get him out of there! Pool you, number 32! When you, when you age in sports, it's probably more hurtful. It is painful. It's, prob- it's probably more hurtful that I used to be able to dominate this game, and now I just can't. And the fans know it. Remember Mike Tyson? What he said in his last fight? Oh yeah. I just, I, I just, it's, I, it ain't for me anymore. Uh, I just don't have the fighting guts. I just don't. Never said guts. He did. He said, "I just Love. don't have the stomach for this anymore. I'm just, I'm just in it for the money. I just don't have the fighting guts." And it's like, oh my god, my hero has fallen. Like, what happened? There's something really it's tragic tough. about it's it. Tough. It's like, oh, he just lost a step. You know, it's like watching Serena Williams the other day. Like, even though she's. The greatest. Yeah. When you see Father Time winning, you're like, ah, man. That's a tough You know why? Because it's the reality that we all face. Yeah, that's tougher to swallow. I'm just saying, but but even legendary bands, right? Imagine making album after album and everyone loves it. And then there comes a point where people, the fans just decide, anything new from you? Yeah, we just really don't want. But uh, but those rock stars feel creative. They want to put out new stuff. But the reality of, yeah, like, no. We don't want your old guy stuff. Play your stuff from the 90s. Well, when you go see a band and they come out with, and they play a lot of the hits you know, mm-hmm. you sit back and like, well, what are they going to do now? Because you know it's only one cut left, and when that comes on, it's time to go, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, man, they're going to play the new stuff. No one, yeah, you're right. No one ever really wants to hear the new stuff, which is deflating. Danny G, what's... what's uh? It's deflating, but the toughest pill to swallow is the what? athlete who just doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, what, what's a harder pill? Is it the athlete who lost the step, or is it the musician who no one wants any of their new music? I agree with what you guys have been saying. I'd rather be the musician, because at least you're still wanted with the, the older material. Yeah. As an athlete who's ailing and doesn't have it anymore, you're a shell of yourself. You don't want to be remembered that way. Like even even athletes that were so dominant in our lifetime, to watch them age hurts your feelings. And I know a lot of people. I I feel like you and I, Kavino. Well, yeah, because it's a reminder we, to, to you that yeah, we, you know you can't avoid Father Time. And if the greatest, the greats, we hate are aging. Losing. I mean, obviously, no one likes aging. No one's like, yeah, I really want to become an old guy. I saw Vladdy Guerrero with his son the other day. Mm-hmm. He threw out the first pitch. Yeah, I saw that. They had their Expos and Blue Jays representing Canada, their jerseys. Vladdy Sr., who is one of the most athletic, freak of nature type of athletes. He's just like an, you know, like an old grandpa now. And there it hurts my heart. goes my hero. He's ordinary. Like he's just an ordinary old guy now. Yeah. Well, just a, just a deep thought. What's a, what's a harder pill to swallow? Because when you're looked up to your whole life, what's 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 tougher? And you know what? You you guys are probably right. It's probably the athlete who ages out. Yeah, ages definitely out. Definitely. Because like you see an athlete, tell the truth. Don't you tell the Cavino tell the truth. Mm-hmm. You see an athlete and he's 380 pounds heavier than when he played. Don't you feel good? You're like. Aha! Nah, reality. When I see when I see uh, like yes. A Rod looking soft, I'm like, that's A Rod. He's so- he's got a dad gut. Okay. You ever see Ken Griffey Jr.? Ken Griffey Jr. was the kid. We grew up like backwards hat ripped. Ken Griffey Jr. was the best. Now he wears like mock turtlenecks and has a belly. And he's hiding marshmallows in his cheeks. Ah! <laughs> Are you describing Carlos Beltran? <laughs> Carlos Beltran in the yeah. booth. Carlos Beltran 
would be able to glide through the outfield like a gazelle. I've never seen a guy move with a smoother first step to a fly ball. Now Beltron's wearing tight sweaters in the Yankees. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're tight now. They, they didn't used to be tight. Yeah, he's, once, he's, he's ordering food in between every inning. Hey, that's life. It is. That's life, and it sucks. That's a tougher pill to swallow. Once Sean Kemp's physique started to match ours, we're like, ah, oh. you can't dunk now either. Sean Kemp was a specimen. It's, it's, uh, I'm waiting for the day. When Floyd Mayweather Jr. has a belly, because that guy, I I don't I can't picture a Mayweather that's not like a ripped little dude. But I know, one day, like, will he hurry up? Come on, yeah. come on, Mayweather. There will be a day. Look bad. So again, think about it when you're on the bowl later, when you're just sitting around talking to your buds. Would you rather be an athlete or, or a tougher pill to swallow? Athlete who ages out, Father Time got gotcha, you, or the rock star. Who still does it? You're still able to make music, but, but no one cares. No one cares about your new music. They want the old stuff. We have more Cavino and Rich in for Dan Patrick next on Fox Sports Radio. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Kavino and Rich in for Dan Patrick. We're here tomorrow as well. And nice. if you dig what we do, yeah. 
Remember, Fox Sports Sunday, we're on every Sunday night. And every day, our Patreon, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. I'm Steve Cavino. Rich Davis. Now, as we get to your phone calls, uh, I'm, I'm anxious to hear your Jim Edmonds theory. Oh, yeah. What could this possibly be? It's fantastic. But we were trying to figure out what's worse, being the aging rock star that still performs, but no one cares on planet Earth. Yeah, but they still cheer. About your new stuff. And they you're like, still, but I got new stuff. Yeah, but they still cheer when you play the, the one hit, and you still could do it. But if you're Athletes aged, can't do it. If you're an aged athlete. Does Kiss still wear the makeup? Oh, yeah. they do, and they sell yeah. out everywhere. But if Kiss tried to put out a new album, great example, no one would care. Yeah, but this is their, their last year performing. So Yeah. But imagine being a, a a superstar athlete that the fans, you know, everywhere you go, they they only remember you for your greatness. Right? Unless you're a, an athlete that really faded at the end. That's really odd, too, when you think about it. It's like people coming up to me to talk about my Bennigan's days all the time. <laughs> right? It's like, imagine so that. Yeah. So long ago. People talking thanks. to you about what you did when you were like 20. Yeah, man. You really, uh, man, you'd turn those tables. Man. You, you served some mean turkey O'Toole's back in the day. Like, yeah, I did. Yeah, that was my I old was. life. I was good at that. Man, no one served a sampler like you, man. You'd bring out those cheese sticks with a smile. <laughs> Man, and they're like, yeah, that was a long was a, time ago. That was a long time ago, I mean, man. But you also still do brag about your little league home runs. Yeah, that is true. Those are good memories. Twenty-seven yeah. of them. Well, Aaron Judge can't even say that. Okay, it's true. Let's say what's up to Sean in Oregon. What's up, Sean? Hey, you guys. It's better to burn out than fade away. True. And I don't think there's no wasted performances. It's just a waste when these good athletes don't perform. And I also want to say. That, uh, you know, what else were we talking about earlier? Um, uh, there was one thing I wanted to hit on that was pretty serious. Uh, wasted performances, maybe? Uh, maybe Danny G's uh, Lakers color car? Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, when I think of wasted performances and people didn't perform, you know, I think of Cam Newton in the Super Bowl looking down at that football. And he made that business decision not to get it. You know, he looked down at that football and he should have been down there biting kneecaps to get that ball. Yeah. Oh. You know, that, that's one thing I, I'll never yeah. forget that. Fighting kneecaps. Oh, yeah, that, that, yeah. Sometimes you see a guy just not deliver when it matters. Who else we got? Wayne. Thanks Virginia. for the call, by the way. What's Thank up, you. Wayne? Hey, How Wayne. are you, bud? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Yeah, what's up? Good morning. Hey, I wanted to kind of talk about the pill that's hard to swallow. So um, I would go with, like, I'd rather be the athlete, right? Because, like you mentioned, as an old rock star, people want to continue to hear the hits. But the one thing I love about somebody like Charles Barkley is, like, my son doesn't know who he was as a basketball player, but he knows he's funny. My son is 13, you feel me? Yeah. I could have a second career because I have personality, right? I believe in myself and to that regard. Yeah. You, <laughs> you know, know what? what? That's, that's what makes Barkley and Shaq. Still, you know. But that's what makes them special. You know, not everybody gets that second chance to be great. And, and you know what, Wayne? Show your kid. Some highlights of Barkley because he is one of those guys that it's hard for a younger person to imagine how dominant he was. That's true, yeah. Right? I mean, it's a great call. Tell some young kid, like, no, no, no. Charles Barkley was a beast. And they look at him as, like, you know, the chubby, funny studio guy. No, no. Barkley was dominant. Minnesota, what's up, Brandon? Yeah, I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, aging rock stars. Hey, Brandon, by the way, do you ever notice that your name was ruined? If someone tries to cheer you on, it's a political statement. Well, my name is spelled different. It's spelled with an I, not an O. Yeah, but still, same, but still, like if someone's like, <laughs> yeah, let's go, Brandon. It's like they can't really be cheering you because it becomes political. Yeah, yeah, it definitely f***ed it up, but not a lot of people cheered for me. Well, there you go. Hold on. Dump that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Hold on. It's okay. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll call oh, back they, later, Yeah, they Brandon. had to cut you off, Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, we're having such a casual... I did. Such a casual conversation. He dropped an F-bomb. That's how comfortable the listeners in America feel with you. I know. Hey, we're, we're, we're say something about my name. Yeah. I dare you. <laughs> Talk with you guys. Feel way too comfortable. I know. It's, it's the vibe we set. Hey, Start uh, cursing. A quick update real quick. In the world of fighting. fighting. Unfortunately, it's a Jake Paul update, though. You know, oh, yeah. the king of boxing. Aww. He announced uh, a new opponent. Or he's announcing a new opponent. So stay tuned. Fury's team received a termination notice. Tommy Fury. Oh. MVP did everything it could to help him and the team. He wasn't interested. Literally went into hiding, according, again, to Jake Paul's team. 
Second time in a row, he's yeah, he pulled out of a fight. Second time in a row, in the he couldn't get in the country. Is he hiding? Second or time in a row, I'm going to step it up and take on a new opponent on short notice, August 6th at MSG. So, according what is it? to what is it? the Tyron Woodley trilogy, I, I hope not. But I according know. to the update, if you like the spectacle, I like a good fight, any fight. Um, the Jake Paul Tommy Fury thing just isn't happening. Yeah. Well, talking about wasted talent talking about wasted performances a lot of good hypotheticals today and any feedback at Covino and Rich on Instagram on Twitter filling in for Dan Patrick now this Jim Edmonds theory that the, oh, everyone's stop on the edge of the seat for now. no 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 it's just something I thought about yesterday in fact my god this is gonna this could blow the you know this is gonna blow everyone away it's gonna be a very mild take All right, more Covino and Rich next in for the uh, the great Dan Patrick MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.